Huddling Up with Upper Cumberland coaches and players. Livingston Academy gets their first sweep of Upperman since 2015. The Warren County Lady Pioneers take down number seven Stewart's Creek, while the DeKalb County Tigers rally for a big district win over Cumberland County. From ucsportsnation.com, this is the High School Playbook. Upper Cumberland's place to talk prep sports. Built by Mountain Barn Builders. Quality products, a high level of workmanship. Mountain Barn Builders, storage buildings, animal shelters, gazebos. Visit Highway 127 between Jamestown and Clark Range. The high school basketball season is in the heat of district battle. Good morning from Chick-fil-A on Interstate Drive in Cookville. Tom Duggan for the high school playbook. Just about every team in the Upper Cumberland region right in the midst of district play. Some games on Friday night were postponed due to the weather, some snowy conditions around the Upper Cumberland even a little bit of ice out there on the roads this morning, so do be careful if you've not been out yet uh, on your way to and from wherever you need to go on this Saturday morning. Let's get right to the UC Sports Nation scoreboard. A big night for the Livingston Academy, Wildcats, and Lady Wildcats. They get a sweep in Baxter for the first time since 2015. The L.A. Lady Wildcats get 24 from Ellie Butler as they knock off the co-number one team in the state, the Upperman Lady Bees, the defending Class 3A state champion, 47 to 38 the final score Jayla Cobb adds 15 points for Upperman in the loss Livingston Academy ranked eighth in the state they're now 15 and three overall on the season then on the boys side Isaac Story had 16 Eastern Good Pasture with 14 as the Wildcats knocked off Upperman 58 to 56 Livingston stays undefeated on the season at 17 and 0 Braden Roberts had 15 in the loss for the Upperman Bees. Back to the girls' scoreboard, number four, Clay County over Clark Range, ranked number three last night, 51 to 33. Briley Burchett had 16 points in the win for Clay County. Cookville goes on the road, gets a big win over Lebanon, 60 to 35. The number eight, Lady Cavaliers, get 12 from Jordan Gillis. Cassie Gallagher tosses in 11 in the victory. Red Boiling Springs upset number three, Pickett County last night, 52 to 41. Red Boiling Springs. Pretty tough team there in District 7-1A. Not ranked as the other three teams are ahead of them in the district standings. But Red Boiling with that win now 12-7. and They're actually 3-2 and in district play. White County a 30-point win over Macon County. 74-44. Warren County knocks off number 7 Stewart's Creek. 58-45 a season sweep for the Lady Pioneers over Stewart's Creek. Cumberland County over DeKalb County, 77-30. Embry-Barragona leads four players in double figures with 17 points. Uh, some games that were postponed last night, York Institute, Jackson County, that'll be made up on January 31st. Monterey and Sequatchie County, Van Buren County, and Bledsoe County also postponed. We'll talk to Van Buren County coach Tyler Sapp later in the program, along with Warren County Lady Pioneers coach Anthony Lippy. On the boys' side, Lebanon over Cookville, 78-67 last night. It was number two Clay County all over Clark Range, 69-29. Alec Kerr with 13 points in the win for the Bulldogs. Number nine, Pickett County downs Red Boiling Springs, 83-53 as Jacob Aminette scored 24 points. White County blasts Macon County, 83-40. DeKalb County. Gets 19 apiece from Elisha Ramos and Connor Close. They beat Cumberland County 62-48. Jackson Reed, a game-high 28 points in the loss for the Jets. We'll talk to DeKalb County head basketball coach Joey Agee later in the program. 
Nate Elrod scores 22, but it wasn't enough for Warren County as they fall to Stewart's Creek, 76-69. And again, York Jackson, Monterey, Sequatchie, Bambier County, Bledsoe County, all were postponed last night. Stone Memorial on Thursday night lost to Knoxville Webb, 75-53. Cade Caps reaches 1,000 points for his high school scoring career. We'll talk to Panthers head basketball coach Neil Caps coming up later in the program. Right now, let's talk some Monterey basketball. Monterey boys and basketball coach Linus Martin joining us live here at Chick-fil-A on Interstate Drive. Coach, your team, uh, your game last night postponed with some weather. Of course, uh, quite a drive there from Squatchie County to Monterey, and uh, that will be played later on. What does the coach do on Friday night when there's no basketball game to be played? We go watch basketball. <laughs> uh, we took the family and a bunch of coaches and their families, and everybody went to, uh, to Upperman last night to watch Upperman and Livingston. I don't think I've seen a crowd like that at Upperman since I coached in the region semis when I played Livingston and Upperman was playing John Jenkins. I remember oh, yeah. the, the crowd, how electric it was. That was two fantastic basketball games last night, four really good basketball teams. Uh, it's just fun to go watch it, bring your kids in that environment and, and enjoy that. That's good basketball at its best. For you as a coach and for the team, does does it get you out of the rhythm in, in any way whatsoever to prepare for the game and then have to postpone it due to the weather? No, it probably makes it easier the next time you play. And we're going to make it up on Saturday, January 21st at like 2 o'clock. We're going to play it a little earlier. Uh, I hate coming in on Saturdays as much as probably anybody else, sometimes on your Saturday weekend. So we're going to start it a little bit earlier. At least you've got the preparation in, so the next time you – you play them, you just kind of recap and touch it a little bit. Kind of wanted to play last night. We were we were good to play. They didn't want to drive and come up. That's understandable, totally fine. We'll, we'll pick another date and stuff. But we were trying to get that bad taste out of our mouth from Tuesday night. So I thought if we could play Friday, that might get us on the, you know going back in the right direction, especially with York coming in on Tuesday. I want to go back to that game on Tuesday night against Jackson County, 53-41 loss. Jackson on quite a winning streak right now. What, what were some things they did to kind of pose some problems for your team? Well, they, they're, they, they're really good defensively. They, they rebound it well. They're very disciplined. They don't turn it over, and they guard Trey like crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, they'd have, it was a boxing one, but anywhere he went, man, there was two and three guys every time. Uh, made it tough. I think he had 16, but it was probably the toughest 16 points he's had all season. We shot free throws really well that night. It probably didn't get there enough. We're probably shooting 23 a game, mm-hmm. which is a high number, higher than than I've ever had. Probably since I've been in coaching a long time. We were 13 and 16, but the problem, we were 0 16 from three-point line. Couldn't make a shot. They left a lot of kids open at different times. It could have made a big shot, could have made a difference, could have kept us in the game. Going back and watching film, the, the score wasn't a discrepancy of what I thought or what I felt. There's some things that definitely we could do better, and that's on me to get it better. But with about a minute to go, I want to think it was about 50 seconds going to third. We were down 34-31 and just took an early shot that we shouldn't have took. The way they were guarding us, we almost could have held the ball, and we should have held the ball. We shoot it. They come down, and they're not usually quick, but they were on this possession. Right. Arroyo shot one at the elbow. He's back. He hits it, so it goes to five. We come down again. You think we're going to hold it again? Well, we take an open shot again, miss it. it comes to early. They get a last second three. So what goes to three going into the fourth with the, you know still in the game, not playing great, uh, goes to eight. 
And we didn't close quarters well. We gave up a two at the buzzer after one. We gave a three at the buzzer at the end of the second. We gave up a three at the end of the buzzer into the third. That's, you know, that's eight points in about 12 seconds we gave up that we didn't finish quarters strong. Uh, so then it made it really hard coming out in the fourth. I think Trey fouled out with about 457 to go in the fourth. He ain't fouled out all year. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it made it harder, you know, just finding an ability to score, uh, not downplaying anything of what it's been. Got off to a great start this year on the season. I have to mention Brandon Dillon, how important he was to the team. He's been out since the second game we went to Kentucky. I think we're 2-8 and eight without him. Wow. Uh, and we've been in a lot of games. We went to Kentucky and we competed well in the three that he missed there. Uh, I think the first game we lost 94-93 in overtime that he was there was his last game. Got hurt in the first quarter of the, the next day. Then went to Tampa and got in a real hard bracket down there. And it just shouldn't have never been in that bracket to say you don't want to play good teams. But they had us the highest ranked Tennessee team. And oh, wow. I think they were going off. I don't know what they were going off. They were going off a lot of different variables there. So that made it hard, and that kind of brought us down. Dylan was averaging, Brandon was probably averaging about 20 a game. So you took that out of the lineup. You took a lead point guard that can take a lot of pressure off Trey, and we're trying to mend the fence a little bit and try to find different ways to help and make it better, Uh, maybe having just rebounding it better. So it's really made things hard. That's not a reason why we're not winning. It's our job to figure it out. It's the player's job to figure it out, and we will. But it's it's made it a lot tougher for sure. That's no doubt about it. We're speaking with Monterey head basketball coach Linus Martin here live from Chick-fil-A on Interstate Drive, part of the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. You mentioned Brandon averaging 20 points per game. Likely he's done for the season. Is the scoring the biggest thing you miss with the ball handling or another aspect of his game? I think it takes a lot of pressure off Trey to not have to handle. He's having to handle the ball now, plus score, plus do a little bit more. Uh, puts him in a different situation where we could come off some screens a little bit different without having to have the ball in his hands. Brandon could go the hole, but Brandon was a great attacking the rim type kid. He didn't shoot it as great from outside, but he knew his strength, and he always, that's what he did, and, and he was good at it, and he played hard. And I, I feel terrible for the, for the young man because he was a big part of our team. Still told him I want him to be a big part of our team, be there. Be, he's another coach now, and he's right. they're looking for his leadership. You know, this isn't the time to go away. This is the time to keep everybody together. Because when you lose, you, you lose some doubt with with people and you know different things. You know, in your community, when things don't go right, and it's easy to get off off the boat yeah. when things don't go well. Everybody wants to be on the boat when everything's going well, and they got a taste of what it was like early when everything was good. Yeah. So things are changing. So we got to find a different mindset, different way, uh, up your game. And everybody's got to be held accountable a little bit more to, to do more things better. Jumping into back into district play Tuesday night at York Institute, coming to Monterey. And uh, a York team with some talent. Uh, they got off to a bit of a slow start because they played a pretty tough schedule right out of the gate. What do you see from the Dragons? Loaded. <laughs> They're good. Uh, from one to nine, eight, nine, the, the kids that Coach Powell plays are extremely talented, very athletic have been to the state tournament. Uh, they're seasoned. Uh, they added a kid or two uh, that are really talented kids. Uh, so it's going to be a tough, tough con- contest. And, you know, I was kind of looking forward to Jackson playing York Friday just to see how that went right. and kind of see where things take place and stuff. Uh, it'll be just like Jackson County. They'll be tough defensively, extremely talented, probably got some more scores. 
uh, the ability. They're a lot. They're deep, uh, so they're going to make it hard. You know, you're just trying to find a way to be in a game going into the fourth quarter with a chance, and we almost had that at Jackson. And I think things might have could have went different. They might not have, but to have that opportunity, we were that close. I mean, I'm telling you, we we didn't play great offensively, but give them all the credit, and it's going to be just like the same Tuesday. Trey Monet is really, since Brandon's gone out, I know you mentioned he had 16 but worked hard for it the other night, but it seems like he's elevated his game to another level even. What makes him so special, Coach? Uh, he makes shots. That's what somebody said. What What's the difference between a good player and an average player? He just puts the ball in the hole, and it's a tough shot he puts in the hole, and he's a, he's shooting about 87% from the line. Uh, so when he gets in games, if he gets to the line, which he gets fouled a lot, he's going to make free throws, and that's that's big. Uh, he can shoot the heck out of it. I think he's made 82 threes this year already. Wow. But that's being guarded differently than he was in the past. Now he's he's got everybody's attention. There's no one night where we walk in and we're going to get a regular man-to-man defense or, or a zone. We don't see that. I mean, we're seeing boxing one, diamond and whatever, triangle and two, but it's two and three guys on him everywhere we go. So our other kids are getting the ability to make something happen. I know they can make things happen, and and we've got and he trusts them enough to make plays, and we're trying to trust them a little bit more. That that's going to be the difference in the season going forward. Our other kids' ability to get to the free throw line, make free throws. They haven't shot free throws well. We had it, shot it well from outside. I sometimes wonder when we go home at night how we're in games. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's just being a little bit gritty, tough, uh, and just doing some things well enough to to be in a game. But Trey is unlike any kid I've coached, and he was a blessing moving in. Uh, it's created a little animosity from other schools when you go there. Uh, the kid's a ter- terrific kid. He's a, you won't find a, a better young man. I hope my kids grow up to be just like him. Uh, they they idolize him and stuff, uh, but he gets everything he earns, and that that's the thing about Trey. He does it quietly. He leads. He'll get into you when he has to because he wants to win. And at the end of the day, he's a true competitor that wants to win. And we got some kids like that. And I think we're close. We got about 10 games in the regular season. I think is what we got left. I think we're 14 and nine, one and one in the district. Uh, still a lot of basketball to be played. So we've got time to to get it going and, and finish strong. And obviously, you want to be playing your best basketball come tournament time, which is about one month away. Monterey head basketball coach Linus Martin joining us at Chick-fil-A this morning. Coach, as always, enjoy the time with you, and uh, good luck moving forward. I appreciate it, Tom. It's always good to see you, buddy. You too. Thank you. you. Too. Thank you, Coach. Stay with us. We'll come back. We'll talk some Warren County Lady Pioneer basketball next with Coach Anthony Lippy. This is the High School Playbook presented by Mountain Barn Builders. Built by Mountain Barn Builders, the high school playbook. Covering every school across the Upper Cumberland for you. Big win for the Warren County Lady Pioneers on Friday night. Warren County knocks off the number seven team in the state in the 4A classification. Stewart's Creek, 58-45. Warren County with a regular season sweep of Stewart's Creek. Coach Anthony Lippy joining us via telephone on the high school playbook. Coach, great win for your team last night. What impressed you most about your team's performance? Yeah, just, uh, you know, they had a lot of grit. Uh, Stewart's Creek is a is a team that, you know, going into it, it's going to be scrappy. It's going to be probably one of your most physical uh, games all year. Um, they, they've just got some speed. They've got athleticism, and they've got size. And, 
they've got some girls that can really shoot it from the perimeter. So just thought our girls were locked in and, and understood the game plan and, and executed. Coach, who among your team stood out and had uh, excellent performances on Friday night? Yeah, so we had several girls step up for us. Uh, I believe Shelby Smart uh, had a good game, had 14. You had Kyra Perkins with 13. Uh, you had uh, Sable Winfrey with 12, Mia Hobbs with 9, um, and then had some, some other girls. Lex Verge had 6. So you had, had some other girls step up, and, and, and it was just a, a spread-out game for us as far as production. So that's, that's definitely what, I'd like, what I like to see you know, at this time of the year. Seven wins in a row. Your team has been playing outstanding basketball. In fact, that winning streak is almost uh, a month old at this point in time. Coach, what are some things you like about what your team has done over the course of the last seven games? Yeah, we're just we're just focusing on you know how we can get better uh, as a team. You know, especially you get to January and and you you hope you're playing your best basketball in late January into February and. And we're just, you know, trying to fine-tune some things and, and, you know, understand, you know, what what helps our team the most. I think, uh, you know, we've done a better job of of trying to get a little bit better at at transition, Um, not only pushing the ball, but trying to get back in transition defense and and try to make, you know, teams uh, struggle against us in the half court. But, but yeah, they've done a good job of, of just putting their head down you know, and, and working and, and uh, doing, you know, fulfilling the roles that we've got for them. Coach, you get to this time of year and you're trying to tweak some things, I'm sure, to get ready for the postseason run. It's coming up in about a month. What are some of the little things maybe that you're still trying to get ironed out before you do get to the postseason? Yeah, just uh, understanding that, you know, if we want to accomplish some some major goals for our program that we're going to have to – you know, come down the stretch and be able to, to finish games. Uh, and so that's that's something that we definitely, you know, need to continue to work on, um, you know, being able to, to handle pressure and be able to step up to the free throw line and make big shots when it matters. And, you know, I think any, any team that makes it, you know, down the stretch are, are good at those things. We're speaking with Warren County Lady Pioneers head basketball coach Anthony Lippy on the high school playbook presented by Mountain Barn Builders. Coach, you've got a great senior group. You've got a really good group of juniors and seniors that have really been battle-tested these last couple of years. These kids that have been through some really the battles, the wars, and getting to this point where they're having a lot of success this season, what makes you most proud and what to, what to you stands out about this group, especially that senior class? Just that, uh, you know, this this senior class for me is really, really special. Um, they were that first group um, that I, you know, first took on my first year. So this is year four uh, for them as in our program. And just to see that, that they bought in from, the, you know, year one and, and they're putting in time and, and effort and they're putting in the extra work and, and just to know that, you know, they've, they've proven that if you're willing to do that and work on your own and outside of practice that, that you can accomplish, you know, some things. So I think it's a big deal for our program just to show the, the younger girls that, you know, hey, they've, they've put in the work and, and look what they've been able to do and, you know, have a little bit of success over the last couple, couple seasons. And so you, you hope that, you know, that's, that's the foundation of your program and that it continues in that direction. Warren County will hit the road in open district play coming up on Tuesday night at Franklin County. Coach, what do you know about the Lady Rebels? What do you expect in that game on Tuesday? 
Oh yeah, I, I expect nothing less than a, a dog fight. They uh, they're they're very good defensive uh, wise, and they they always are. They're they're uh, not going to back down from anybody. They're and they're going to get it uh, and, and push it in transition. Those are the the two things that stand out to me uh, right away. Is that you know defensively they're tough and and they'll they'll try to really push it. Um, they had a, a really good game earlier this year against Blackman. Um, you know, barely lost at their place by two. So, so it's it's a team that you can't you know overlook, and and you know they're going to give you uh, their best punch. That's for sure. Starting district schedule a little late, of course. There's not many teams in your district. Does it just seem kind of odd that uh, that you're just now getting around to that first district game? Yeah, it is. I mean, we're we've only got three other teams. You got Silver, Franklin County, and Coffee. So, you know, it's it's tough. You know, six games, and that's it. <laughs> so it's uh you know it's it's a late a late go around for us um but uh but yeah we we're gonna try to get ourselves ready for it you talked about franklin county their toughness their competitiveness you've got coffee county i think was ranked number two in the first ap mm-hmm. poll and shelbyville was always pretty tough do you see this being a pretty competitive yeah. district race i do i do i mean of course you know coffee county's the the top dog i believe they've won five district tournaments in a row um, you know, Joe Pat and, and them do a good job over there, but you know, they, they've got everything as well. I mean, they've got major size in the post. They've got, you know, shooters, uh, they got guards, they've got the, you know, a bench, you know, that they can go to. So yeah, it, it's going to be extremely tough, um, you know, to, to try to compete against them. Um, but you know, of course, Franklin County and Shelville, a lot of them you feel like may go under the radar, but they're, they're, you know, Kyle Tournament Shelville does a great job. You know, Amber does a good job at Franklin County, and so we'll, we'll see how it pans out. Going to be a fun district race for sure. Warren County is going to be a team that's going to be right in the thick of it. An outstanding basketball season thus far. 14-5 and five, and again at Franklin County coming up on Tuesday night. Head coach Anthony Lippy joining us on the high school playbook. Coach, as always, we enjoy the time, and uh, good luck to you moving forward. I appreciate it. Thank you. The DeKalb County Tigers get a big win in district play on Friday night. We'll talk to head coach Joey Agee about it when we come back to the high school playbook presented by Mountain Barn Builders. The Mountain Barn Builders High School Playbook continues. Meet the athletes in your backyard. UCSportsNation.com. Elisha Ramos and Connor Close dump in 19 points apiece. Robert Wheeler adds 14 to Cap County over Cumberland County 62-48 on Friday night. The DeKalb County Tigers had to rally from a nine-point first-half deficit, but get it done in the 14-point victory. DeKalb County head basketball coach Joey Agee joining the high school playbook. Coach, your team got off to a bit of a slow start. You're down nine there at the end of the first period. What contributed to your team's slow start Friday night? Uh, well, you know, I felt like it was our energy wasn't great when we started uh, last night, uh, especially on the defensive end. Uh, I thought we moved the ball okay offensively. We didn't make any shots early. I think we were 0 for 7 in the first half and 3 points. Um, but I, you know, I, I felt more of it, it was on the just energy on the defensive end, uh, the intensity. Uh, and once we picked that up, we seemed to make a little run there in the second quarter. So, um, uh, I was pleased, uh, with the way they fought back last night. 
second half, I sensed a, a, a kind of an uptick in energy there, too. And, and again, going back to the defensive end of the court, I know Robert Wheeler seemed like he was doing a lot of things for you in the post. Elisha Ramos was moving around on the court well. Did you sense kind of that uptick in defensive effort there in the third period? Yeah, I did. Uh, you know, I felt like that uh, when we finally decided to, uh, to all five guard at the same time that we that we did okay. Uh, now they, you know, they had some uh, some kids that made some tough shots, even you know contested shots. Um, you know, they're they're two kids that usually score for them. That you know, Jackson Reed, he uh, I think he had twenty five or twenty six last night. But even the shots that he made, a lot of those shots were contested, and he just made them so got to give kudos to him for just uh, doing what he's supposed to do. Coach, I know you said you were working on some different things in practice, trying to get your offense going. What have been some of the things that you've been emphasizing to your team to to maybe try to jumpstart them going into the second half of the season? Yeah, just the patience, really, to be honest with you. And, you know, uh, just getting them to understand that the longer you make a team guard you, the, the easier it the easier the shots will come and the, usually the better the shots will come. Um, you know, I, I feel like that once we, if we get the ball in the paint, even, you know, if we, even if we do take a three, if it comes from the paint, I feel like we shoot the ball a little bit better that way. Um, you know, I, I, and we move some people around just to try to get some, you know, get the offense uh, started a little bit better. But um, I think it worked out for us in the second half last night. Coach, maybe what's one element of your team that, that you've been trying to get over the hump with, so to speak, uh, throughout the course of this season? I mean, just that that right there for, you know, for example, just taking good shots at the right times. Uh, I think sometimes we want to we want to have that knockout punch with a three-point late in the game when we're up four or five, and, you know, we'll run it out seven or eight and um, we do that a couple of times, and then other team takes good shots, and then you look up, and then you know it's a tie ball game, and then you're having to fight for everything you get the rest of the game. So, uh, just you know, the basketball IQ at times for us has been uh, a little bit suspect. You know, we take we've taken some bad shots at some bad times, and that's really hurt us. We're speaking with the Cab County Boys head basketball coach Joey Agee on the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. DeKalb County, a 62-48 win over Cumberland County in district play on Friday night. Coach, each and every district matchup is is a tough one, and I know Cumberland County coming in, people looked at their record at 3-16, and 16, but uh, Coach, that's a quality basketball team, even with just three wins on the season. Did you expect them to be that tough last night? Oh, I did. I told And I told our kids, I said, don't, don't, don't you look at their record and don't don't look at where you thought they was going to be ranked preseason and all that stuff. I said, you know, I, I knew that they was going to defend the ball really well, and they did. And, uh, I knew they were going to play hard and they were going to move the ball. They're a pretty unselfish team. You know, they usually – they got two guys that scored the ball on us uh, well last night, but uh, the ball, you know, hit everybody's hands basically every time down the floor. They moved the ball and they set a ton of screens and they just make it real difficult for you to guard them. Um and he's, you know, their coach is doing a really good job with them. Um, you know, they have a really good team attitude. Uh, so, I mean, I don't take anything for granted anymore. I've learned pretty quick at the high school level that um, those leads can quickly be erased. And, 
you better take care of the ball and do what you're supposed to do the whole game. You know, it doesn't seem like it used to be, Coach, where, you know, if you got a 9-10 point lead, you kind of could feel comfortable. Nowadays, it seems, with the three-point shot and the way even on the high school level kids can shoot the basketball, no lead, it seems, really is safe even on the high school level these days. No, it, it definitely doesn't. Uh, you know, it's it's not, you know, and we've seen that firsthand for us a lot this year. You know, we are up 17 against White County. It was like three minutes to go in the third quarter, and it took six minutes for them to erase a 17-point lead. So, um, yeah, it's definitely uh, – I never feel comfortable anymore. I, I told Coach Randolph of the nine, I said, I'd love to just have one where I could just sit and let them play, but I don't <laughs> think that's going to happen. So, <laughs> Well, the, I know the Tigers of the past have been called cardiac cats, and, uh, you know, let's just hope no hard conditions come out of this, Coach, because I know they keep you on the edge of your seat, as you mentioned. I told him I was going to start taking the extra blood pressure medicine on game days, I guess. <laughs> Coach, next up is the Upperman Bees and the Upperman quite a competitive battle with Livingston Academy last night. Upperman's always tough, especially when you play in their building. What do you know about the Bees? What do you expect on Tuesday? I don't know. Coach McWilliams, he'll have them ready. Um, they'll be hungry. You know, they, they played Livingston well last night. Uh, I think they end up getting beat by two, I believe. Uh, so, I mean, they'll, they'll be ready for us. Um, they're going to do those, all those small things that, you know, that creates problems for other teams. They're going to you press the basketball. They're going to rebound the ball well, and they're going to push the ball up the floor. Um, so we'll have to be really good with the basketball in our hands. We'll have to take care of the ball. We'll have to uh, take good shots, and we'll have to limit their number of possessions on the other end by, you know, keeping them off the boards. They're going to go the boards really hard. So, um but we're going to, you know, get back in the gym um, maybe Sunday afternoon for a little while and then on Monday again. So just to try to get ready for Tuesday. Big win for DeKalb County on Friday, 62-48 over Cumberland County. Again, the Tigers at Upperman on Tuesday in their next district contest. DeKalb County now 10-8 and overall on the season. Head coach Joey Ag joining us on the high school playbook. Coach, thank you for the time this morning, and uh, good luck Tuesday night against the Bees. All right, man. I appreciate you. We'll talk some Van Buren County Lady Eagles basketball and Stone Memorial Panthers later in the hour when the high school playbook continues, presented by Mountain Barn Builders. Buffaloes and Blue Devils and Bulldogs. We've got your team covered. The high school playbook, built by Mountain Barn Builders. The Van Buren County Lady Eagles had Friday night off after the weather forced postponement in their scheduled game with Bledsoe County. Lady Eagles head coach Tyler Sapp joining the high school playbook presented by Mountain Barn Builders. Coach, how much, if at all, does it disrupt your routine having a game canceled due to the weather? Well, I mean, you know, it messes up our, our preparation. And then, of course, obviously you're worried about, like, whether or not you can reschedule the game, like you said, because we, we always want to play our whole slate of games that we can. So, um, more, more so worried about making sure we can get that game rescheduled more so than anything else. Is there anything maybe extra you try to do when you do have to postpone a game, be it an extra practice or just do something with the team to kind of, I guess, keep that routine normal and keep, you know, everything that you normally do going on as scheduled? Yeah, well, I mean, we weren't able to do, usually we try to, you know, have, have practice or something when we got a game, but, you know, it's no pretty good here. So, we weren't able to do anything yesterday regardless. So, 
Let's talk about uh, Tuesday night's game. You open district play going over to Whitwell, getting a 56-37 victory. Van Buren County, matter of fact, now has won four of the last five games. Coach, what did you like about your team's performance at Whitwell in the district opener? Um, we were just very, very prepared. Um, we knew we knew what they were going to do defense, uh, what they were going to do offensively, and we we were able to counter them defensively because um, we you know we knew their sets. We went over it, um, so we were very very prepared, and you know we shut them down. We shut their two main players down um, for the most part. They the their best player hit three field goals, and the other one hit four. So you know anytime you can do that, I feel like you're going to have success. And then our our two big girls, Kara and Greta, stepped up and scored a 16 points and 15 points respectively for us. So that was a big, big help that we needed. Is it kind of a benefit to start the district slate a little later like you have this year? Do you get more time to kind of scout the other teams in the district? Yeah, you get a little more time to do all that. I mean, of course, we only got three teams in our district. So when you only got three teams, you're going to have to start it late because you just got so much time to play everybody else. But uh, it's it definitely a big help because we was able to play like you know like tougher teams at the beginning of the year like Clark Range and Red Bull and Springs and even Pickett and yeah, White County you know so we 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 put those tough games in the in the beginning of our schedule because we we have the opportunity to play district games so late. And I think it's really going to help us in the long run, hopefully. That's one thing I was going to ask you. A lot of coaches will do that, will play those tougher teams, and and you all certainly played a tough schedule so far. How much does that really help you once you get on into February toward tournament time? I mean, you know, you hope it helps you a lot. So you, you're, you know, you're battle-tested, you face some adversity, so you kind of you know what to do when it, when it happens again in February because it will happen again sometime down the road, whether that's, you know, district tournament, region tournament, or – in sub-state, so you want to make sure that you're prepared for it and, you know, you're, you've talked to your kids about it and they kind of know what's going on. And when you play tough teams, you know, you're going you're gonna to get that. We're speaking with Van Beer County Lady Eagles head basketball <laughs> coach Tyler Sample in the high school playbook presented by Mountain Barn Builders. Coach, your Lady Eagles have won four of your last five ball games, playing some good ball here as we're in the month of January. What do you like about what your team has done over the course of the last few games? Um, just we're sharing the ball a whole lot better, a whole lot more, which is, which is a good thing. Um, our, I've got, uh, Kara Mills, the freshman, you know, she's stepping up and scoring 12 to 15 points a game, getting eight to 10 rebounds a game. Um, Greta Riggs, my senior, you know, she's, she's starting to, she's starting to score a little more. They're both starting to rebound more, which is a big help for us. And of course, you know, Layla's still averaging her thing. Of course, we also got, um, Emily Allen back from, knee surgery um, after Christmas. And, you know, she's not really scoring a lot. She's still trying to work herself back into shape and stuff. But she just gives us another ball handler on the floor that can dribble. So it kind of gives Layla a break from running the point guard position so much. And that, that's, been a, that's been a huge, huge help. I want to go back to your freshman, Kara Mills. Sometimes it's hard for a freshman to come in and contribute, but it seems like she's giving you quality minutes and a lot of production out on the court. What is it about Kara as a freshman that maybe makes her game special? Well, um, she's six one, so that's a big help. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, I mean, she's six one, she's big and she's strong. Uh, she moves well to be six foot, you know, to be six foot, six foot one. And, uh, you know, she's, she scores. She, you know, she catches the ball and she puts it, puts in the goal. So that's that, that's what that's what we need. And then, 
um, defensively she helps out because Greta, Greta's about 5'11", 6'2", so we've got two six-footers out there. And, you know, you get by Greta, then here's another six-footer standing in the paint to, for you to have to shoot over. So it's our defense is much, much, much better because of, of her because she can just stand there and make them shoot it over. So. It always helps to have a couple of uh, six-footers in the paint for you, don't it, Coach? <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. Coach, I know uh, Layla Bolden, she's an outstanding player. She gets a lot of accolades. She a junior, but you've got a good senior class there. And you mentioned Greta Rigsby getting Emily Allen back. What's special about this senior class that really stands out to you? Um, it's just, you know, whatever they've done, they've uh, they've been winners. You know, they won the James C. Hale in eighth grade. Um they they moved up as eighth graders and you know some of them instantly helped us win um as freshmen they they helped us win and then of course when, as sophomores which is emily's emily allen's last uh year held healthy because she tore acl twice in the last two years um you know we won the district uh went to went to the second round of the region um when our region was clay and all them which is a super tough region to even be in so you know we won a region game um you know they they, they just win they got that mentality um they're tough. They listen. You know all the all the things that you you want in a class. Coach, you get set to go to Grundy County on Tuesday night. First time that you will see the Lady Yellow Jackets this season. What do you expect in that matchup? Um, well, I expect it'll be uh, tough because they they play hard. They're uh, they're feisty, and anytime at Grundy County, you never know what you're going to get. So, like I said, they're they're they're. They play hard and they're tough. Uh, they're they're much improved over the last few years. Last few years, um, our scores have been kind of comparable to some of the people we've played. So we'll just have to. We, we just know that that's going to be a hostile environment going over there because it's it can get wild sometimes. Absolutely. It's going to be a tough game, a good environment, as you mentioned. And then uh, after that, Van Buren County will turn around to play South Pittsburgh and district play on Friday night. Big stretch of games coming up for the Lady Eagles. Coach Tyler Sapp, the head coach of the Van Buren County Lady Eagles, joining us on the High School Playbook. Coach, as always, it's good to talk to you. Good luck moving forward. Uh, thank you. The fifth-ranked Stone Memorial Panthers run into a tough test against Knoxville Webb on Thursday night. We'll talk to head coach Neil Caps about it when the high school playbook continues, built by Mountain Barn Builders. Warriors and Cavaliers in action. Wildcats and Panthers on the prowl. We've got them covered. The Mountain Barn Builders High School Playbook. The Stone Memorial Panthers got ahead of the weather, moving their game up to Thursday night against Knoxville Webb. Knoxville Webb took down the number five ranked Stone Memorial Panthers 75-53 on Thursday night. Matthew Bilbrey with 21 points. Cade Caps reaches 1,000 points for his career. By the way, Caps is merely a sophomore. Head coach Neil Caps of the Stone Memorial Panthers joining us on the high school playbook by telephone. Coach, you've had two really tough games against Knoxville Webb. What really stands out about that Knoxville Webb team? Well, they got a team full of just really good basketball players. Obviously, they're well coached. Coach Norris does a great job. Uh, but you know, they, they're, they got a D1 guard, 6'5, 220 pounds. He can shoot it. He can drive it. He can finish around the rim. He can post up and Lucas Walls. Uh, they got shooters all around. You know, these are, they've got a team full of kids that I think they got one that plays football. But the rest are they they play basketball year round and and they're a private school and that's what you know and that's that's why we schedule those games. Uh, you don't you you don't learn much about yourself in a thirty point blowout. Uh, 
right. you learn more. You learn more about yourself in a loss. Uh, it exposes your warts, and um, and that's what I told the kids. That's why I wasn't. You know, it's it's. I I tell them that the, the, the last night's game was a win win for us. And what I mean is, if if we win and we play right and do the right things, and we have success and we win, great. If we compete and we we have some mistakes and we don't do what we're supposed to do and we lose, then we're exposed. And and that's the one neat thing about in, in any phase of life, if you. If you get exposed to stuff, you get exposed to your weaknesses. Uh, you 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 can they're controllable. You can work on them. You can get better at it. And that's what happened to us last night. We got better last night, and uh, that's why we play those uh, play teams like Knox Webb because they're going to make us better. And and that's something that we uh, we really need going uh, going into the, the down the stretch here and in, in district play and in the postseason. Coach, how would you evaluate your team's performance in that when you do go up against a team like that? And uh, you played them earlier in the year up there. What did you think about your team's performance on Thursday night? Well, we played hard, but uh, here's, you know, after we beat them up there, that's the first time in our program history after playing them for a lot of years that we beat them. So they came in here, uh, they came in here with a purpose. They came in here for blood, and they really, really competed. They executed well, and you know they play a really tough schedule too. Their their record was thirteen and six. They play a uh, they play a, a big time uh, uh, schedule with teams all over the southeast. So they're playing against bigger, stronger, faster people all the time. So they come in here. We're not as big or as fast uh, or, or or as strong as some of the teams they face. So they're. They were ready to go, and uh, they shoot it so well. They hit 15 threes on us. Uh, we were having trouble guarding them on the perimeter, and when that happens, you have to send a lot of help. When you send a lot of help, it causes more help to have to rotate over. And then eventually shooters come open, and, and it's really hard to recover on the backside to a shooter when, they're, when they've got that much space to get a shot off in. But uh, – that's that again though that that exposes us and we we get to talk about that work on that improve on that and again that makes us better uh, as the season progresses. We're speaking with Stone Memorial head basketball coach Neil Caps on the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. Stone Memorial loses at home to Knoxville Webb on Thursday night, seventy-five to fifty-three. Twenty-one points in the ball game for Matthew Bilbury. Seventeen for Kate Caps. The sophomore goes over one thousand points for his high school career. Only a sophomore. Coach Caps, I know it's a proud coach moment and probably a proud dad moment at the same time. Uh, just uh, kind of express your feelings, what it was like seeing Cade get that 1,000th point. Well, the one thing that I, I really want to stress is that it, it's, uh, you know, as a dad, or I mean, excuse me, as a coach and being a, his dad and and his coach, uh, he's earned it. You know, I don't, um, he he don't, he did, doesn't come by anything easy. Uh, he's held accountable and he's put the work in and um he he's he's at the gym at six o'clock every morning goes to school practices gets shots up after practice um he'll play you know he'll go to have a game on friday night and then saturday morning he's back in the gym with trainers and you know he he just puts the time in since he was five years old uh he's had a ball in his hand and he's told us that's what he wants to do and, and that's what he enjoys and that's so to you know, anytime as a parent to see your children reach goals and milestones and and such and and because you've you've always told them, most parents will always tell their kids, you know, if you work hard, it pays off. If you work hard, it pays off. Uh, a lot of parents uh, will hope that things pay off without the hard work. I, I, you see that a lot in society, 
but that's the one thing we've told both our kids is that if you work hard, you know, it'll pay off. And, and it's, it's, it's nice as a parent that those things come to fruition because, uh, you know, of their hard work and the, the time they've put in. So I'm just, I'm really, uh, just really pleased for him, really pleased for the team. And, you know, I'll, I always make sure Cade knows this and both my children know this and no individual award in a team sport is achieved without teammates. And he's got some really good teammates, you know, and we're, and I let them know that today in practice. And we got another young man that's getting very close to that milestone. And, and uh, none of it's possible without good quality teammates, without that kid that brings the ball up and gets it to him in a good scoring position, without that young man who sets that good screen for him to come loose and get the ball in a good scoring position. Uh, or somebody that makes them a pass uh, in, in, around the rim so they can score. You know, and those things so often uh, go unnoticed or go uh, untalked about. And they're, you know, they don't be, they're not highlighted. Um, but without good teammates, you're, you're, you don't, you can't do anything. You, you are, you're helpless without good quality teammates. And I'm just very thankful to coach a group of young men that are, are, you know, they, they play their role and they, they're just good quality teammates, team first guys. And uh, I couldn't be prouder of that, of just being a part of a good quality group of young men. A great group of young men. You can see it in their play on the court that they do work hard and they work well together. A lot of fun to watch the Stone Memorial basketball team. Coach Caps will wrap up talking about uh, this upcoming Tuesday night. A lot of eyes around the region are going to be on Stone Memorial High School as Livingston Academy comes to town. Livingston ranked number one in the inaugural AP poll for this year. What do you expect in that matchup with the Wildcats coming up on Tuesday? Well, you know, Coach Miller does a great job. I mean, they've earned that. But, you know, our, our focus now is on them, the number one team in the state, uh, number one team in the district, uh, undefeated, unblemished. And, uh, you know, that's, that's something we're, we're preparing for. We, we started our preparation for them this morning. And, uh, you know, and that's, 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 part, that's, that's why we play the games. That's why these kids put this time, the time in to play in games like this. Because, uh, you know, two really good teams that are going to, uh, match up like that. We just hope that we can, we can defend, you know, improve a ball, uh, a ball, a ball uh, off last night's game and just uh, have a good showing, defend. Uh, but uh, I know that Coach Miller is going to have them ready. He always does. Uh, he's got a good, he, he, you know, got a great culture at Livingston. Uh, I always tell our guys, you know, when you, when you play teams like Livingston, you know, this is a generational school means the kids you're playing against, his dad probably played at Livingston. His grandpa probably played at Livingston. So there's a lot of pride in wearing that hog eye jersey. Mm-hmm. So uh, you're you're not just playing a kid, you, you know. You're not just playing that team. You're playing a lot of history. So you know we understand what we got ahead of us there, and that, that we really we have to be ready to compete and fight for 32 minutes on Tuesday. Going to be a great bat- basketball atmosphere. Should be an outstanding game. Livingston at Stone Memorial coming up on Tuesday night. Coach Neil Caps of the Stone Memorial Panthers are guests on the high school playbook. Coach, uh, looking forward to seeing what your team g- accomplishes down the road. 15-3 and three overall on the season. Good luck the rest of the way. Thank you, guys. We appreciate it, and God bless. Teams will be back on the hardwood come Tuesday night. A lot of matchups around the Upper Cumberland with some big district implications. The girls match up to keep an eye on Tuesday night. Clark Range at Pickett County. Both the uh, Lady Buffaloes and the Lady Bobcats coming off tough losses on Friday night. Clay County had defeated Clark Range 51-33.
Pickett County loses to Red Boiling Springs, 52-41. Both teams looking to bounce back and one against one another in a big game out of District 7-1A. Clark Range girls, Pickett County, coming up on Tuesday night. The boys match up to watch number one Livingston Academy. Still undefeated on the season. The Wildcats hit the road to Crossville to take on Stone Memorial. The Panthers are ranked number five in the state in the 3A classification and maybe the biggest test to date for the Livingston Academy Wildcats. And first place will be on the line on the boys' side of District 7, 3A. Huge game over in Crossville on boys' side Tuesday night with Livingston Academy at Stone Memorial. Other games to watch on Tuesday night, Clay County will be at Gordonsville in District 7, 1A. The Cookville Cavaliers will head over to Mount Juliet for a district contest. Cumberland County at White County. Another big matchup at 7-3A, especially on the girls' side. Two of the top four teams in the district race there. DeKalb County makes the trip to Baxter to take on Upperman. It'll be Red Boiling Springs at Jackson County. York Institute travels to Monterey in a battle in District 5-2A. Van Buren County at Grundy County. Warren County will be on the road to take on Franklin County. Want to thank our guest this morning, Coach Linus Martin of the Monterey Wildcats, for stopping by Chick Fil A. Our phone guest today, Coach Joey Agee of the DeKalb County Tiger Basketball Team. Coach Anthony Lippy of the Warren County Lady Pioneers. Van Buren Girls Head Basketball Coach Tyler Samp and Stone Memorial Boys Coach Neil Caps. Our studio producer today is Will Hearn. Our on-site producer Elizabeth Fortune. And for this week's edition of the High School Playbook, I'm Tom Duggan. The High School Playbook, built by Mountain Barn Builders. Constructing storage buildings of all sizes for your backyard. The perfect shed. Added storage from Mountain Barn Builders. Online at mountainbarnbuilders.com. Or see your building up close. Highway 127. Get the scouting report on all the week's prep action. Online now. UCSportsNation.com.